Roacor thumbed through the book he had found within the elven library. He had yet to prove its authenticity, but he had a feeling. The elf Azeel had assured him that it had indeed been written by none other than the first Agoran dwarf king Kaidren. But he was not about to take the elf's word for it. He could not decipher a word of text, as it was written entirely in Elvish. Why would a dwarf write a book in Elvish? This was the burning question that filled Roacor's mind. Upon his return to his mountain kingdom, he had immediately been bombarded with pressing issues. The human refugees he had sent to his mountain had arrived without incident and had been recovering from their journey. They had settled into one of the many vacant living quarters within the dwarf mountain and were doing well. They would hold out there until spring, when Roacor had vowed to help them rebuild their ruined town. Taran had been particularly excited with the arrival of other humans and had since been showing them around the mountain kingdom. Roacor had been overcome with pride to learn that his son, Helzendar, along with his teammates, including Taran, had passed their trials. They were now no longer children by dwarven standards, which meant that Helzendar would be allowed to make the dangerous journey through enemy territory to Eladrindelia. Taran could hardly wait to set out to see Will and the elven land, but before that journey could be made, Roacor was waiting to hear from the many search parties. He had sent them out to scour every inch of the inside of the Rosar mountain kingdom. They were looking for a portal similar to the one that had magically taken Will's company to the lost elven country of Drindelia. Roacor had always puzzled over how the dragad had suddenly poured into Rosar those decades ago when the mountain was taken. It made sense that they could have come through one of the seven pairs of gates of Arkron, magical elven portals created during a time lost to history. He would not leave until he was sure that the gate no longer remained within his mountain. It was possible that they had been removed once their purpose was through, but it was also possible that they remained, waiting to be used again. Roacor had vowed that would never happen again. He pondered while he absently gazed upon the book. The only light within his personal quarters was a single burning candle. He had taken his late father's quarters, and it was here that he felt the closest to his father and king. His father had spent many days and nights here, and was never to be disturbed. Roacor knew it was because he had had a large taste for spirits, but preferred to drink alone. Roacor raised a glass of wheat beer, a gift from the refugees, and offered cheers in the name of his father. He guzzled down the fine ale and chased it with a shot of black rum. There he sat through many more drinks, pondering the book on his desk until he finally passed out, mumbling of secrets and elven libraries. Roacor awoke to a light tapping upon his shoulder and a soft voice calling his name. He smiled to himself as he dreamt, but was shaken awake. Bah! What do you want? he grumbled, and looked to see his royal brain, Nartzed, scowling back at him. Your Highness, I told ye a million times, if I done told ye once, I be hatin' them fancy-pence titles. Call me Roacor, or King, or King Roacor. Right then, King, your search parties have all reported back. Roacor jumped to his feet and looked around aimlessly for his boots, all in a huff. Why didn't ye say so? Two hours later, Roacor had heard the reports of the many search parties. Nothing had been found. The report did nothing to quench his nagging feeling of trepidation. He had immediately ordered a second, more thorough search of the mountain. He wanted to be sure before he left his mountain kingdom once more. Nartzed had not taken kindly to the idea of Roacor's leaving again, and did not waste any opportunity to tell him so. 
The truth was that Roacor did not think he was cut out for the tedious work of being king. He did not enjoy sitting idle within the mountain, dealing with the never-ending workload that came with his position. He longed for the road as his axe longed for battle. It was the reason he had often volunteered for lookout duty outside of the Kaidren Mountains when his people had lived there after the fall of his mountain. It had been on such a patrol that he'd first met Will and Abram. It was true that he was anxious to have his precious book of Kaidren translated, and to hear what secrets of his lineage it might hold. But the trip to Elendrindelia held other lures. He was curious to see the elven land, and he was worried about his elf friend, Zerathin. The last he had heard, Zerathin was in a bad way, suffering from a rotting curse at the hands of Eden, and Roacor was worried. Roacor made his way to find a late breakfast, his many troubles following him down the dimly lit tunnels.